The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion, and the latest around the Broncos as the season continues. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day edition of the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Oh yes, the holidays may be filling the air with Christmas cheer, but we are still bringing you Broncos news I don't know what rhymes with Broncos news. But anyways, we're going to get to it. Uh, We're going to have a little fun on the podcast today. You know, in the spirit of Christmas, we're going to give away gifts, okay? I'm going to give away some gifts to the Denver Broncos, okay? And I'm not saying Hot Wheels or a new iPad. Look, these guys get paid a lot of money. They should be giving me gifts. But I'm going to give away some different kind of gifts. Example... I'm going to give a brand new contract to Justin Simmons, that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about that, and I want to get to your gifts that you would give Bronco players. We're going to talk about that today on the podcast, but first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coorsfield, 70 Colorado beers on tap and 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Uh, Go on over there to our friends over there at Tap 14. 1920 Blake Street. Just hop, skip, and a jump away from Coorsfield. Tap 14 on the web. Tap14.com. That's tap14.com. Head on over there and, uh, of course, enjoy a Christmas drink or maybe as we get into New Year's. Ho, 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 ho. That's my best Santa Claus as we're giving away gifts today on the Broncos Blitz podcast. And I want to start with the one I brought up as an example, a new contract for Justin Simmons. I said this earlier in the year. I said this at the beginning of the year. Justin Simmons is going to be an all-pro safety by the end of the year. This cat is absolutely dynamite. He is uh, incredible in the pass defense. He is special in the run defense. He is a cerebral, intelligent, hard-hitting, smart, knowledgeable safety. That's everything you want. And everything that, if you are a defense that you're looking to invest in. He's a good person on the field. He's a good person off the field. He's uh, smart, savvy, and those are the kind of guys, takes care of his body. He's going to be around for a long, long time. If I was Santa Claus today, ho, 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 ho. Justin Simmons getting a brand new contract. I'm also going to give away a little special gift to Drew Locke because, of course, I can't give away the, uh, a franchise quarterback to the Denver Broncos because – they already found one in Drew Locke, but I am going to give Drew Locke a little gift. I'm going to give him the key. Get it? Lock, key, key, lock. You know what I'm saying? The key to the offense next year. A good offensive line, an improved offensive line that, let's be honest, the offensive line this year has just been poor. By the way, just getting news from uh, our friends over there, uh, the Broncos. Well, Jawan James, turns out he's been dealing with a torn MCL, all kinds of damage. And, you know, this is, and not to get off track from the the Christmas side of things, this is a big reason why I tread lightly when I talk about injuries, when we talk about players who are dealing things, because you just don't know what they're dealing with. And I really hope this is a good lesson because there's a lot of people, not myself, but there's a lot of people who really hammer Jawan James. And, And I'll admit, It was a smelly situation. It was different. It was some of the things that we've never seen before. 
But you know what? Now we get the news that he's been battling a torn MCL at the beginning of the year in the Oakland game. And this is something that you just, you know, I just hope people are a little more um, patient when certain things happen. And I know that's tough to do with fans, but particularly media as well, too, because there were a lot of people who were ready to just absolutely obliterate Juwan James. And you know what? Hopefully the, he comes back healthy next year. The question I have is why is this news coming out now? But that's another addition for another podcast. We're going to talk about that another time. But improved offensive line in general, because you can make a strong argument that the Denver Broncos need to look at three new offensive linemen next year. Potentially a new left tackle, although Garibalds has played better towards the end of the season, particularly with Drew Locke under center. Denver Broncos are going to need a new right guard, and that's probably going to happen regardless, as Ron Lurie's uh, time here is, is really starting to come to an end, whether it be father time, injuries catching up to him, or maybe just skill set. It's, it's just a... Uh, it's a player who is not getting the job done at the position, and it's and it's unfortunate. But Ron Leary's luck—he's been a quality offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos for a while. But I think it's starting to catch up with him, and that's certainly a position that the Denver Broncos are gonna have to look at upgrading in the off season. And then you look at right tackle, and you say, "Look, uh, I, they're strapped to a Juwan James contract-wise." So the hope. They hope and pray, crush fingers, that this guy can come back healthy, but maybe a, an improved Elijah Wilkinson as depth maybe for uh, that scenario where maybe he gets hurt again or you know, something happens. He just doesn't, You just never know. But uh, more depth and more talent, that's what I'm looking for for this Denver Broncos offensive line as a gift to Drew Locke this Christmas. All right, I'm diving into my goodie bag. Ho, 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 ho. I'm looking for a new special teams coordinator in the offseason for the Denver Broncos, and I'm going to gift them a new one. I'm going to give them also a little side gift. This is stocking stuff for a new punter. I have said this from the training camp, and look, I'm sorry. I I don't like doing this. I I don't like uh, talking about guys who should be losing their jobs, but uh, the Tom McMahon situation is just a year too late. Uh, the special teams was not good last year, and the special teams has not been good this year. Of course, most recently, giving up the punt return for a touchdown. The punting situation, being in love with Colby Wadman, which I just don't understand. It is mind-blowing to me that the Denver Broncos could have a punter situation that is not top five, not top ten every single year. The guy kicks at altitude. I mean, Seriously. He kicks at altitude. How do you not have a situation? They figured it out with the kicker. Of course, Jason Elam, uh, Matt Prater, Brandon McManus, three kickers in like a, what, 20-year, 30-year span? But for some reason, the punter situation, well, if it's not, you know, Colby Wadman, it's Britton Colquitt. If it's not Colquitt, it's it's uh, Todd Sauerbrunn for a hot minute. If it's not him, it's it's Ruin. It's a bunch of other guys thrown in the middle. It's like, why can't they find one punter that could just kick the crap out of the football and be here for 10, 15 years? Automatic snap of the finger. It's mind-blowing. But certainly the special teams has been poured this year, and, and the coordinator, I think it's it's going to be one of those positions where the Denver Broncos are going to be looking to change in the offseason. It's the Broncos Wits Podcast, presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skipping to jump away from Coors Field. All right, I'm going to get to some of your gifts coming up. You can interact on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio, on Twitter. I'm going to get to your gifts for the Denver Broncos. That's next. 
All right, welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14. We're giving away gifts this offseason. Okay, well, it's not quite the offseason yet, but it's the Christmas season. One game left, of course, the Oakland Raiders this weekend, and then the Denver Broncos will have their uh, end-of-season pressers, and then they will get into the offseason. But what I will say for my next gift, before I get to your gifts, of course, you can find that on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio is where you can uh, respond and tweet me, anything regarding the Broncos. I'm looking towards the offseason. And I'm gifting the Denver Broncos a bona fide number two cornerback, if not bona fide number one. And that's going to be tough because this is going to be an interesting cornerback market that comes into play and potentially a rookie maybe even filling that role. Look, I just need somebody to ball out at the cornerback position. We know that the Denver Broncos can get to the pass rush. We know that they have smart and savvy safeties. The problem is is that cornerback's going that cornerback position is going to get a little bit of an unknown. We're talking about Chris Harris Jr. Is this guy going to be sticking around long term? The Denver Broncos really want to be paying that guy big money after Mm, what's the best way to put it? A bumpy road over the last couple weeks. I mean, it certainly hasn't been a flawless last half of the season. As as Chris Harris Jr. said himself, his play wasn't even justifying uh, wasn't even justifying enough for the Pro Bowl. So certainly a little bit of a struggle. Will he be around long term? But even if the Denver Broncos do bring him in, we're talking about an unknown in Bryce Callahan, and I get it. He's gonna he's supposed to come back next year fully healthy. We just don't know. You just, you don't know. And so I want to see this Denver Broncos team look at the idea of bringing in a bona fide corner that can sit on the other side so that if you are the Denver Broncos, you have an absolute trio that you think at least in the, in the event that Chris Harris Jr. comes back. That is what you're looking for, and that's what I hope the Denver Broncos could be looking at. So I'm going to gift them a corner, and I'm also going to turn the offensive side. I'm, I'm feeling quite cheery this time of year. <laughs> How about a new wide receiver for Drew Locke? How about a bona fide burner? I would love to see the Denver Broncos pick up a bona fide burner wide receiver in the offseason. Slot receiver guy, you know, honestly, kind of like an Emmanuel Sanders type who really runs well, uh, scrappy, um, not the biggest guy in the world, but somebody that can bring another dimension to what the Denver Broncos are not receiving right now. Look, the Denver Broncos, they got a nice little deep threat in Cortland Sutton. They got a nice little deep threat in Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick's got a lot of size. Noah Fant, there is a lot to like there in a bit of more of a vertical game, but the Denver Broncos, they don't have that speedy wide receiver, that that short, terrific route runner. They need to find that in the offseason. I'm going to try to gift them that, and that may be somebody that comes through the draft. That may be somebody who comes high in the draft. That may be a playmaker heck, as high as their first overall pick, at least their first round first overall pick, and maybe somebody like a Jerry Judy. I mean, we're talking about a lot to like here with the Denver Broncos if they were to pick that up on the offensive side of things. We're talking about a wide receiver in a Cortland Sutton. We're talking about a wide receiver in Tim Patrick, and then this new rookie paired with Noah Fant, a franchise running back at Phillip Lindsay, and of course the right guy pulling the trigger in Drew Locke. So there could be a lot to like and a lot of dimensions here for this Denver Broncos team 
if they were to pick up someone like that. So, of course, it's the Broncos Splits Podcast, presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Your responses, <laughs> they're good ones. I promise you, there's a lot. there's a lot of good ones here. Uh, there's just a couple of them that I can't read. Brooks on Twitter says, um, well, a certain interesting lotion, I guess we're going to say, <laughs> for Garrett Bowles. Look, trying to improve the Garrett Bowles situation. I think that's what, I think that's what Brooks trying to say. Uh, Tim on Twitter says, weapons for our young quarterback and a big fat contract for Justin Simmons are the easy ones and maybe a neck pillow for Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little mean, but it's quite frankly, truly honest. Uh, Mile High Parlay says I'd give Juwan James and Bryce Callahan a glass of milk and maybe some multivitamins to promote wellness. <laughs> These are some good ones, guys. These are some really good ones. Keep them coming on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Mile High Broncos on Twitter says a life rewind machine for the kid McManus. If you don't know who the kid McManus is on Twitter, that would be Brandon. McManus, so he can go back to the Chargers game and attempt the 65-yard field goal. Man, he really wanted that field goal, didn't he? I, I hope that against Oakland, there's an opportunity that he gets to kick that field goal because, uh, you know what, that would be kind of cool to see a, a nice little way to end the season. But certainly, look, uh, he wanted to kick that field goal. He didn't get that opportunity. But you know what, he's going to be around for a while I think you're going to see this Denver Broncos team uh, trust in him maybe the next time possible. So, the Sandman on Twitter says, Scangarello, a one-way ticket out of Denver. Mm. You know, this has been a hot topic, and I think everybody knows my stance on this by now. Look, I, I think let's talk about the reality. Rich Scangarello is going to get a second year. Rich Scangarello has looked better as a offensive play caller with Drew Locke under center, I would debate that I think the offensive coordinator, no matter who it was, was going to look better when the quarterback got better. Um, I really haven't seen a ton of improvements this year, but I do want to touch on this more in the offseason, so stay tuned for Broncos Blitz Podcasts where we talk about uh, the offense and the the uh, reviewing the year and previewing next year what the Denver Broncos need to change. But certainly, this is one of those that uh, we are going to get into. But Sandman, obviously, has already made a decision and said, you know what, we're done with this. Um, so you can continue those responses on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. It is a Christmas edition of the podcast. And boy, it has been a, a great year covering the Denver Broncos. They got one game left, and uh, I want to gift the Denver fans something. And my hope is that the Denver fans will take this gift and cherish it and understand that I'm not just being an optimist and I'm not just being positive. And and I hope that they take this gift and understand that I'm being truthful. I'm hoping you, you, this Christmas season, you, you see this Denver Broncos team and you say, you know what? We have hope. We have hope. I'm going to gift you hope and optimism this offseason because you know what this is a Denver Broncos team and I get it six wins five wins you know three three seasons under 500 I got it I get it guys but they have found their franchise quarterback 
They have found their franchise running back. They have found their franchise wide receiver, and they have found their franchise tight end to go with a pretty darn good left guard. I think a, a solid center. They got r- the rest of the offensive line certainly needs to change. And then you talk about some defensive players that are just bona fide. You got two studs in pass rushers and Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. You've got an all pro in Justin Simmons. I think there's some terrific players on this team. Kareem Jackson, Will Parks, uh, Derek Wolf, Shelby Harris, all these players. The hope is that the Denver Broncos bring this team back and then add to it. I'm gifting you hope and optimism because I'm telling you, this team is turning the corner. They are turning the corner. And if you need more proof, and look, I get it. If and buts, candy and nuts, everybody, every day would be Christmas. That was the, what was that, Dan Hawkins, I think it was a couple years ago. This Denver Broncos team, if they win the Jaguars game, that basically came down to a play. They win the Chicago Bears game, which basically came down to a blown call by the officials. If Adam Vinatieri misses the 50-plus yarder to win the game against the Indianapolis Colts, the Denver Broncos are a wild-card team right now. Those three things happen, and those are not by any means far-fetched things if you were to flip them the other way. I'm not saying that you should just get all excited and think this team is going to be, you know, gangbusters next year, just coming out, firing, and they got a franchise quarterback, yada, yada, yada. What I am saying is that I believe there has been a corner turned, and I believe they are now stepping on the gas towards a future that includes winning seasons, that includes playoff games, and includes what life used to be for Denver Broncos fans just a couple years ago. It has been a bumpy three years. It certainly has, but I tell you what, change is coming. And change, I think, is going to be very good for this Denver Broncos team in a future that's looking mighty, mighty fine, at least through my eyes. It's Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado Bears on tap, 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits. We're all done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. And, of course, you can keep up on the Broncos Blitz Podcast, but if this is the last time I hear from you, Hey, Happy New Year. I'll see you next decade. Uh, this is a Broncos Blitz podcast that has grown, and I am actually coming up on a year hosting the podcast. I can't tell you how many people who have messaged me and supported and said, man, I love the podcast, and I listen all the time. And uh, seriously, uh, a little bit from the heart. I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm so thankful and blessed. As I get older, it really doesn't matter about some of this irrelevant stuff of you know, what we eat during Christmas time or you know, what we get to watch or the football games or yada, yada, yada. What matters is family. What matters is, is your friends and the people who are close to you. And I would like to think a lot of my listeners uh, I am very close to. you know, And sometimes I've never even met you, but I know you're out there. And I certainly appreciate you, and I hope you also have those same people around you that are keeping you strong and allowing you to well just just be happy this holiday season just be happy this holiday season we need more positivity in this world and certainly we're trying to spread it here on the broncos blitz podcast so if you're looking for more takes on the denver broncos and the broncos blitz podcast be sure to check it out at mylifesports.com SmileHighSports.com for podcasts, news, discussions, player profiles. Of course, we're doing a lot of all-decade work as we're coming close to the end of this decade, starting a new one, and be sure to stay up to date on that with the Denver Broncos at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports. 
Blitz.com. Merry Christmas! The Broncos Blitz Podcast. Ho, 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 ho. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz Podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.